This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Contact tracing is considered an important tool in the fight against COVID-19. But the program has attracted scam artists. An expert shares tips on how you can avoid the scams. The bright line here is that they'll only be asking for health and possibly travel information. They will not be asking for any personal information. Then, it seems every day, research tells us a certain food is unhealthy. Then another study comes out contradicting it. How can we know what to believe when it comes to nutrition? The most surprising thing was how unsettled and still under debate some of the science is. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Health experts tell us that contact tracing helps us fight the spread of COVID-19 throughout the population. But scam artists are sending messages that link to malware. How can you stay safe? InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco is here with an expert. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Not many of us communicate with the health department regularly, so we might not realize that a text message supposedly from the health department actually came from a thief, a scam artist. Now, the Federal Trade Commission warns all of us to watch out for phony texts related to COVID-19 or coronavirus. Joining us now is Colleen Tressler, an FTC consumer education specialist. Colleen, these scam artists send phony messages about contact tracing. What do they say and how can they harm us? Typically, people are getting these spam text messages that claim that the person receiving the message has been in contact with someone infected by the coronavirus. And there's usually a link. And the scammers hope that the person will click on the link. Unfortunately, that link may download malicious software known as malware. I think most of us, when we get a message something like that, we're concerned, especially during a pandemic. So we might not be thinking clearly, and we might just click on the link. And also that might give them unauthorized access to important information, would it not? Absolutely. Some personal identifiers, maybe your social security number, or they might ask you for your birth date. Yes, and so while things might be a little bit different across the country, as far as how the contact tracers are contacting people, whether it be by a phone call or a text message, the bright line here is that they'll only be asking for health and possibly travel information. They will not be asking for any personal information like your social security number, your bank or credit card account number, your date of birth. And so what are some of the other telltale signs that a text about contact tracing is actually phony? Normally, these messages are coming from state departments of health. So very often that address would include a .gov. Now, that's not always true. But if someone is getting a text message and there's a link, which we hope there is not, 
they should step away from that text message and contact the proper authorities to find out how contact tracing is being conducted in their area. And suppose the text is the type that can send an image. And suppose it contains what looks like a health department logo or another image that makes it look official. Should we trust those? I would not. Images are very easy to copy, to hijack, and to download. So that doesn't mean that the message is legitimate. And some people might be inclined, let's say, to just reply to the text message and say, well, what should I do now, or something of that nature. What are some of the things that we should not do if we get what may be a suspicious text? It's a good idea to have a multi-factor authentication set up on your device. It requires two or more credentials to log into your account. So if someone got into your system, it just makes it harder for scammers to log into your accounts if they do get your username and password. How can we find out whether a message is really from a legitimate source? You would contact who you think is sending you the message as far as text messaging. I think there are a handful of jurisdictions across the country right now that may be calling directly. Now, we've done such a good job of telling people not to pick up the phone if they don't recognize the number or be leery when they do that people need to do a little bit of homework on their own. So if somebody is claiming to be calling from a specific authority, health department, etc., they need to find the number on their own. They can't necessarily trust the person who's giving them the number and verify that number, and then they can call them back. We're visiting with Colleen Tressler, Consumer Education Specialist at the Federal Trade Commission, about thieves and scammers sending COVID-19 text messages. Colleen, is there any way to stop scam artists from texting us? You can put blocking devices or blocking software on your computer, on your device. Your phone may have an option to filter and block messages from unknown senders or spam. Your wireless provider may have a tool or service that lets you block text messages. And some call blocking apps also let you block unwanted text messages. So there are ways to do that, yes. And we actually have a publication called How to Recognize and Report spam text messages, and you can read that article. It's more in-depth information at consumer.ftc.gov. Colleen, your information is so important and valuable. While we have you, what are some of the most common scams that people might fall for, even unrelated to coronavirus? For example, the promise of free prizes and such. I think what's happened, even with COVID, is that Scammers have taken traditional approaches, whether it be robocalls, text messages, spam email, and just pivoted. And so now they're pushing things like treatments and cures. They're telling you that they can accelerate your stimulus payment or help you get your unemployment benefits. Sometimes they're even tying it into other government programs, for example, We're dealing with the 2020 census, and there was a period there where census was stopping any field operations because of COVID-19, but people may not have known that. 
And so people were going door to door pretending to be census takers, asking for personal information, which the census would not ask for. So it's a very difficult time to try to get across every type of possible scam that can be out there. We generally try to issue a post a day related to any type of COVID-related scam and very often other types of scams. We have at ftc.gov slash coronavirus some top tips and then some blog posts. And we've categorized these blog posts by the relief checks that people are getting, treatment claims, financial impact concerns, whether it be mortgages, your auto loan, student loan debt, general scam alerts. Believe it or not, people are taking advantage of people being at home and maybe wanting to adopt or purchase a puppy. We have advice on that. Imposters are always there with us. I think that's the tried and true for a lot of scammers. They're pretending to be someone they're not. They may be calling from the Social Security Administration or the classic grandparent scam now has a twist. You know, a grandchild may be calling, claiming to be calling from a hospital. And the grandparent is, what can I do to help you? Well, it's not a grandchild and they're caught up in this urgency. And then, of course, we have issues related, like we're talking today, about privacy and online security. So there is a wealth of information at ftc.gov slash coronavirus. And if we want to report a scam, we can do that via the FTC as well? Absolutely. Online, it's very simple. People go to ftc.gov slash complaint. We'll ask for some basic information, and we are coding COVID-related reports now, so you'll see that as well. Very good. Colleen Tressler with the FTC. Great information. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. Next, the science surrounding food and health. That story, straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. 